Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. The Daily Dollop podcast is proudly brought to you by The Capital Chemist, Australia's premium community pharmacy where loyalty matters. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm going to chat to pharmacist Karen Campbell from The Capital Chemist all about how to choose a probiotic supplement that's right for you. Here's part one. Well, welcome back to the show, everybody. This is The Daily Dollop. And my name is Kate Freeman. I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic. And fun fact about me is that I am actually super hit and miss with taking any kind of supplement. I did try to take a probiotic during breastfeeding many, many years ago because I was on a broad spectrum antibiotic during one of my labours. And I was absolutely terrible remembering to do it. Completely inconsistent. And I think I actually never finished the bottle because it it went past its expiry date. And I was wondering about how strict those expiry dates are on those kind of things, which makes me super excited to introduce to you guys our guest on the show today, which is Karen Campbell. Karen is a senior pharmacist from the Capital Chemist Group. She's from the Southlands Capital Chemist down in Canberra, where I am. And I have to admit, I completely nerded out thinking about what I was going to ask her today. But hi, Karen. Thanks for being on the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Not a problem at all. Before we get stuck into things, do you have a fun fact that you'd like to share? Well, my fun fact that I was thinking was I used to be a travel agent for 20 years. I worked in pharmacy as a teenager, then became a travel agent. And pharmacy was something that was always in the back of my mind. So when my young children started school, I thought, okay, I know what I'm going to do. So I went back to university to study. So it was uh, yep, quite hectic for a few years, but here I am loving it. Amazing. How many years at uni is it to be a pharmacist? Pharmacy is four years four. and then you do one year as an intern in a pharmacy where you are supervised by a preceptor. Um, and then you have a whole heap more exams and then you get registered and you can go out and work on your own. Wow, that's quite a journey, five years, isn't it really? <laughs> it's a massive journey and we yeah. definitely do more than just picking a label on a box, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I have to admit I am very unfamiliar with the full role of a pharmacist, so I am super cool to chat more specifically about these things Um and particularly this topic today. So I want to create a little scenario for you just to help sort of guide our conversation. So I've made up a fictional character, if that's okay. Thought I'd call her Sally. Sounds good. (laughs) So so Sally went and saw one of the dietitians here at the Healthy Eating Clinic. um, And I do have a gut health dietitian on my team that loves chatting all things poo and digestion and gut health and things like that. And so Sally, as part of her full nutrition recommendations, was also suggested by the dietitian to take a probiotic supplement. And so my first question okay. to you is, what is a probiotic supplement? I basically describe probiotics as the good bacteria in the gut. Obviously, um, there's a lot that goes on in the gut and it's the, the bacteria that sort of helps us to digest food and just provide that good environment in the gut. So you, So essentially the supplement is containing bacteria. Is that right? 
That's right. Yeah, mm. there's many different strains that live in our gut. So when we're taking one that is sort of, I guess, manufactured, um, you know, there's various strains that can go back into the gut. But that's what it is, in essence, is putting something live back into the gut to help with that digestion. And you know, there's a lot of reasons that we lose that good bacteria, whether it is you know, taking antibiotics certainly um, can kill off a lot of that good bacteria. So mm. it needs a little bit of replenishing. You know, there's um, people with all sorts of um, dysbiosis and, and gut issues, I guess, whether it's inflammation of the gut lining and that kind of thing. Mm. Diet, you know, a lot of processed foods and things like that can really affect the, the good bacteria that is in the gut. So the probiotic is just a really good way of putting back in some of those live strains to help with the digestion and and just everything else that goes on in the gut. So the bacteria in the supplement, is there, there's obviously, you know, a, a lot in there. Like how effective are they? Like in terms of the amount of bacteria, because you're obviously having to take a supplement, you know, daily. Yeah. So Absolutely. Yeah, tell me about that. Yeah, so there's many, many different strains, as I said, and usually they've all got really big, long, confusing names. <laughs> there's um, lots of lactobacilli. There's bifidobacteriums as well, and they live in different parts of our gut. Mm. And what I normally look at um, when somebody's uh, talking to me about a probiotic, I'd like to look at what their specific issue is, yeah. whether um, they, ha- you know, obviously the antibiotics are a really big one that we find because, um, as I said, a lot of the, the antibiotics are killing off the good bacteria. Um, sometimes people will come in and they'll be talking about their mood being a bit low or immunity and things like that. And what people don't realize is that a lot of those kind of things start in our gut. So we've, put, we've got a bit of an imbalance or a bit of dysbiosis in the gut that often throws off the mood or lowers our immune system or something like that. So I always like to look at, there's so many good studies that have been done now. I think it's kind of one of the, the new in things, obviously, with the probiotics. So looking at the, the studies that have done on different strains. So, mm. for example, you know, a lot of them you see is lactobacillus acidophilus. That's a, a fairly you know, generic strain that you see in your yogurts and things like that. Yep. So certainly that can be a good start, but you need to be take, you know, taking a lot of yogurt every day to, to um, sort of make an effect on the gut that way. Mm. But a lot of the others, you know, and they come in in different strengths, you know, we're talking um, in billions and, and yeah, things right. like that of the colony forming units. So lactobacilli acidophilus, lactobacillus plantarum, lactobacillus rhamnosus, they're all you know, strains. And then within each of those, there's, you know, different classifications as well. So it's really important, I think, to to have a good chat to the pharmacist or your gut health specialist about what strain might be right for exactly what you're, you know, what you're wanting it for. There's, Mm. um, you know, they're they're making them now, as I said, not just for for mood and immunity, but they're, you know, bringing out things that are specific for um, asthma or for eczema, like the the rhamnosus strain that I mentioned. um, I use quite a lot for people with eczema, obviously in Canberra being very dry and certainly coming into springtime where people are getting that sort of allergic um, component coming out on their skin as eczema. There's a lot of studies that are done on the rhamnosus strain. So, yeah, they're, so they're quite specific. Yeah, they're quite specific now with the strains that they bring out to treat the different um, different symptoms, I guess. So, yeah, and like I said, it's really important to, to get that good bacteria back into the gut. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. I do know I've had a few conversations with my gut dietitian that there's – she works with specific, you know – 
recommending specific strains for either you know, yeah. constipation weighted IBS or more diarrhea yep. or lactose intolerance and yeah isn't it fascinating yeah. how much these little creatures um yeah have on us Absolutely. you know yep. yeah and it makes such a difference I think there's another strain um that's called Saccharomyces boulardii that I really like and it's slightly different to the lactobacilli and the bifidobacterium that I mentioned um, the Saccharomyces isn't something that is naturally in our gut um, it was actually discovered um, when uh, there was somebody studying sort of tribal living and they were looking at a, a group and they weren't getting dysentery. And so this, the, um, they were looking at, at what, why they possibly weren't getting it. Mm. And they were boiling up um, mangosteen and lychees and drinking the liquid. And it turns out that there's a yeast that was growing on the skin of the mangosteen and the lychees that was helping them to not get the dysentery and the diarrhea. So they've actually formulated that. Henry Bellardi is the, the um, researcher that sort of discovered it. So they've formulated that into it. It comes under the, the umbrella of the probiotic, but it's a really awesome strain because it helps. I sort of explain it like um, I say to people, what's your garden like at home? You know, most people don't have that beautiful lawn. They've got a little bit of um, green grass, a few weeds poking out and, you know, a little bit of dirt and that kind of thing. So I describe the FE as in it comes along and sort of scalps the top off. It gets rid of all of the, the bad bacterial buildup that's there, stops the bad bacteria from producing a toxin that gives you diarrhea and it causes, it's, there's something called secretory IgA, which is part of our sort of immune system, the sticky mucosal substance that, that lines our whole gastrointestinal tract and um, the Saccharomyces um, stimulates secretory IgA so that it puts that nice sticky lining back in the gut. So it's almost like, um, you know, scraping off all of the, the weeds and everything off your garden bed, putting down a nice layer of soil um, mm. and then you put your good stuff back in. That's when you put your lactobacilli and your bacterium in. So the bacteria obviously are alive in the supplement. Aren't they? Yes, yes, right. that is correct. How they do they are alive, survive? So. How do they survive the the stomach? Yeah. Because we know that that's a pretty harsh <laughs> environment, yeah. and one of the main problems with the claims made around kombucha yeah. and um, and even yogurt and other sort of foodstuffs that have live bacteria that the evidence yeah. shows that most of the live bacteria in those products don't really make it all the way to the gut, and it's pretty That's difficult right. to know if they're working. So how Absolutely. does how does the bacteria in the supplement survive? So there's a couple of different ways and of course because we need it to get through to the intestine it really needs to survive that pH of the stomach. Mm. So I always recommend for people to have it with some food because obviously the pH when our tummy is empty is you know one to two when we're eating food it's kind of three or four so that reduces um, the acidity and the, the food reduces the acidity in the tummy and helps the probiotic to pass through then. Right. If you have it on an empty stomach, then it is more likely um, to be killed off. Mm. Um, and the other thing is now the technology, you know, there's a one company that's come out with microencapsulation. So it really helps the, the way that it's formulated, mm. passes through the acidic environment in the stomach to get it down into the gut. So, yeah, there's a lot more evidence and, and that kind of thing about how things are formulated now as well. 
uh, that's really important. So, yeah. yeah, it comes down to, and, you know, I mean, obviously there is still going to be some die-off even with food, mm. but when we're talking, you know, we're having things that are, are 5 billion and 20 billion total live bacteria and things like that in some of them. You have a bit of die-off, but you still get really good colonisation once it gets down to the, the intestine, um, the small intestine and the large intestine. Yeah, absolutely. And so that makes sense, yeah, taking it with food because, of course, that's going to dilute the stomach acid a little bit while it's in there. So that makes sense. Absolutely. And we obviously, from our perspective, are always encouraging a client, obviously, if we feel like they need to take a probiotic supplement, is that then we're also giving them lots of good nutrition counselling in helping them getting in those high-fibre foods and whole grains and legumes and fruits and veggies so that then Absolutely. the bacteria's got yeah. something to eat when it gets there. Um, Absolutely, I guess, and that's the, the whole prebiotic thing as well. Yes. You know, you're mentioning the kombucha and things like that and obviously your good fibre. So if you, you've got your good fibre in there, you've got plenty of water in there, um, then you've got yeah something for the, the good bacteria to feed on. And, you know, we really notice that a lot of people come back into us and say, oh, my gut's feeling so much better. Um, yeah, just by having the, the probiotic there, whether they're feeling sort of a bit gassy or windy or with the, you know, obviously the IBS. So like I said, the um, reduction in symptoms for eczema and things like that because you're improving that gut health. Mm. I think a, a lot of people don't realise how important the gut really is, as I said before, in mood because it you know, serotonin is made in our gut. Serotonin's mm. our, you know, feel-good chemical. So it's really important. There's a lot of serotonin that's made in our gut. You know, about 80, 85 roughly, I think, percent of our immune system starts in our gut. So mm. we really need to get, yeah, the, the good, as you said, the nutrition in there, the prebiotic, the food for the, the bacteria to live off to provide that really good gut environment. Yeah, it's very cool, isn't it? That's it for today's episode. Tune in for part two tomorrow. A big thank you to the Capital Chemist and the Daily Dollop in crowd for their continued support of our show. We couldn't do this without them. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you love what you're hearing, please leave us a review.